It's time for a pause in your day. Welcome to a podcast where we press the pause button on our busy lives for a few moments, and we focus on God's Word with Sharon and Nicole. We pray this is a time of refreshing for you. The Sweet Sela Moments podcast is a cooperative production of Word Radio and Sweet Sela Ministries. Welcome to the Sweet Sela Moments podcast. This is episode 113, Sharing Christ Wisely. Well, Sharon, before we talk about how to share our faith with others wisely, let's talk about how not to do it. All right then. (laughs) So as followers of Christ, our job is not to march up to people thinking we are better than they are and start telling them how they were wrong without even knowing their stories and then to act like we have all the answers. No one that I know has ever been converted this way, you know, simply by mere argument or debate or being told what to do. <laughs> so how about you, Sharon? Any suggestions on how not to share your faith with another? Well, you hit the nail on the head with that. If we don't know people and they don't know us, it's unlikely mm-hmm. that um, telling them they're wrong to start with is going <laughs> to endear us to them. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think um, some other things we should not do is we shouldn't start with their lifestyle choices that mm. they've made outside of Christ, yeah. you know? Um, they're, they're drinking too much. If we start with that, we, we have lost the fight to begin with because mm-hmm. there's that judginess, the thinking we're better, which we're not. Right. We're just little sinners that got saved by grace and yes. we're offering to someone else the same thing. And um, endless words, I think, sometimes. We can mm. overwhelm people with too much information I, I've been guilty of that. Someone will ask me to tell them about God, and I'm like, well, let's start at creation. Right. You know, <laughs> There's so much to tell about him. Where do you start? I get overexcited, too. <laughs> Big surprise. <laughs> right, exactly. And I'm like, so, you know, 20 minutes later, they're like, wow, okay, thank you. <laughs> Glazed over. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I think it's spirit-led is what we yeah. need. We absolutely have to be led by the Spirit. So, But I'm so excited to get to this next portion of Paul's letter to the Thessalonians, Paul remembers back to when he and Titus were first there sharing the gospel message with these very people. Actually, he was there with Silas, not Titus. I said that wrong. Oh, yes. I was thinking, like, wait a minute. (laughs) (laughs) Silas, there are a ton of great tips in Mm. this passage we're going to read today about how to share faith. Oh, good. Ta-da. If we don't do what we just said not to do. So we can learn more than just what we're not supposed to do. So let's begin. Our reading today is 1 Thessalonians 2, 1 through 12. You get to start this time with verse 1. Let's read back and forth, hear the whole thing, and then we're going to do our verse by verse. What can we learn Mm, from these verses? Perfect. So you yourselves know, dear brothers and sisters, that our visit to you was not a failure. You know how badly we had been treated at Philippi just before we came to you and how much we suffered there. Yet our God gave us the courage to declare his good news to you boldly in spite of great opposition. So you can see we were not preaching with any deceit or impure motives or trickery. For we speak as messengers approved by God to be entrusted with the good news. Our purpose is to please God, not people. He alone examines the motives of our hearts. Never once did we try to win you with flattery, as you well know. And God is our witness that we were not pretending to be your friends just to get your money. (laughs) As for human praise, we have never sought it from you or anyone else. 
As apostles of Christ, we certainly had a right to make some demands of you, but instead we were like children among you, or we were like a mother feeding and caring for her own children. We loved you so much that we shared with you not only God's good news, but our own lives too. Don't you remember, dear brothers and sisters, how hard we worked among you? Night and day we we toiled to earn a living so that we would not be a burden to any of you as we preach God's good news to you. You yourselves are our witnesses, and so is God, that we were devout and honest and faultless toward all of you believers. And you know that we treated each of you as a father treats his own children. We pleaded with you, encouraged you, and urged you to live your lives in a way that God would consider worthy, for he called you to share in his kingdom and glory. Hmm. So, so much in this passage about (laughs) how Paul witnessed, and I can't wait to pull out of it how Sharon should witness. (laughs) So let's go back and study verse by verse. Nicole, you got verse one. All right, so I'll read it again. It says, you yourselves know, dear brothers and sisters, that our visit to you was not a failure. So I think he's starting off kind of reminding them of God's work and God's hand in all of their lives and how what they're doing isn't for nothing. Right. That it wasn't a failure, like it's producing fruit. Yes, exactly. Or he wouldn't be addressing them as brothers and sisters. Right. Because no one would have converted. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so verse two, you know how badly we had been treated at Philippi just before we came to you and how much we suffered there. Yet our God gave us the courage to declare his good news to you boldly in spite of great opposition. Mm. Oh my goodness. So now we know that after Paul and Silas left Thessalonica, they had to leave Berea too. Yes. Now we know that before they went to Thessalonica, they were in Philippi and they got treated Oh, surprise, badly wow. there. <laughs> you just can't catch a That's break. That's <laughs> the theme song. Absolutely. So they sure didn't come bringing just sunshine, right? Right, right. <laughs> they were in the midst of some suffering themselves. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they shared truth that would put their hearers in danger, and they did mm. not hide the hard stuff. And here's our little message. Neither should we. Mm. Neither should we. Even in opposition, they were clear and confident about telling the truth. I need to remember that. I... Of course, when I want somebody to come know Jesus, I want them to know he's their shepherd. He Mm. loves them. There's safety in being his, and we're nestled under his wings, and he's a refuge in times of trouble. But I I think I need to be careful to also say, and it won't always be easy. Right. But it won't always be easy without him either. And I can say that for a fact. It's like, okay, so you're going to suffer in life, Hmm. and you're going to have hard things happen. Do you want it with God or without God? Right. Well, that's kind of it, isn't it? That's the choice. (laughs) Do you want to stumble along on your own strength and fail pretty quickly, or do you want him with you? Yeah. But when I tell you to come to Christ, I'm not saying do it so you won't suffer. Exactly. You can't avoid suffering that way. And and Paul evidently told them about the horrible time they had in Philippi, which should have clued them in even before (laughs) Jason got arrested and he got shoved out of uh, yeah. Thessalonica. And apparently it didn't scare them off. At all. They so had that enduring hope. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so verse three says, um, so you can see we were not preaching with any deceit or impure motives or trickery. So I love this, his sincerity. You know, like yeah. this was not for their glory or gain. This was costing them pain yes. and suffering and time and money as they're traveling from place to place yes. very quickly. Mm-hmm. They didn't really have time to settle in and kind of get cozy. So he's not just breezing in on a sunshine going, hey, it's all great. He's living Living it out before them. Yeah. He sure is. Exactly so. And there was no trickery. It wasn't like the, oh, it's all be perfect. Like you said, the right, sunshine. Right. Yeah. They're honest yeah. and sincere in, in how yeah. their yeah. life 
life with this Christ was. Yeah. 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 You can have this too. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. <laughs> I love it. And yet their joy must have come yes. through big time. Right. To, to be able to still show them Christ. Yes. <laughs> through yes. all of that. Yes. I love it. Okay. Verse four. For we speak as messengers approved by God to be entrusted with the good news. Hmm. Our purpose is to please God, not people. He alone examines the motives of our hearts. Hmm. Oh, Nicole, to be entrusted with the good news. That's us. Wow, yeah. That's us. We are to go and be witnesses for him. He has trusted the most amazing news on the planet that our sins can be forgiven, that we can live eternally with God to frail human beings. <laughs> beings like us. Wow. wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's life-saving medicine to the dying, and mm. we are the ones that are delivering it. Oh, and don't we forget that sometimes. Yeah. We just yeah. kind of like, oh, I'm saved. I'm good. Thanks, God. And yep. do our own little yep. thing. And, and stay in our own little Christian clubby yeah. bubble. Right. Oh, gosh. That's convicting. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. And we can't be people pleasers. Yeah. He said that very clearly. Our purpose is to please God not people. Mm. And he's the one that's going to examine our motives. That has helped me so many times, Nicole, because mm. one can be misunderstood. Oh, and, very easily. And I have been a couple of times, big time, hmm. where a motive was attributed to me that was totally false, oh, totally no. false. And that's really painful. It is, yeah. And, and the thing that helps is to remember, okay, so who am I trying to please though? Oh, it's God. So I can look up to heaven and say, Lord, did I please you? Mm. You saw my heart. You know my motives. And then in the, the times I'm thinking of, he said, yes, honey, you did. You know, oh. you're an imperfect little cutie, but you didn't, <laughs> you didn't have the motive that person said right, you had. Right. <laughs> I don't know that he called me an imperfect little cutie, but that's how I imagine he talks to me because he loves me so much. He's so gentle with us. Yes, he is. <laughs> so we Aww. need to please God. Yes. That's going to be our motive. So verse five says, um, never once did we try to win you with flattery, as you well know. And God is our witness that we were not pretending to be your friends just to get your money. So um, he's very good about kind of being honest and open and just saying like the facts to like, hey, we weren't trying to, to breeze in and schmooze you over and take your money and keep going, you know, right, right. that I think he's reiterating that they weren't in it for themselves. Exactly. That is exactly the point of this. And so many preachers back then, the false preachers back mm. then and today, some that even start out with really good motives, right. start to flatter, to get more people yeah. to like they them. Get corrupted by the money because right. there's a lot and of money, money. <laughs> in yeah. saying good words and yeah. healings and prophecies. There's yeah. a lot of money in that. Yes, and is. I think he's trying to let them know, like, hey, this is not for our benefit. No. You know, God called them to this, to the suffering and the pain and the exactly. not lots of money and yes, glory. So exactly. he's so sincere. I think he so wants them to know his right. heart and right. his motives in right. this, even though God judges his motives. Yeah. He yeah. wants them to know. He does. And he's certainly not traveling with a great entourage and big fancy tents <laughs> right. and, you know, eating on, you know, pillows and when stuff. When I arrive, have some date cakes here. Yes. Special candle here. Yeah. He just, he's running from the other town. He's just still bruised and beating going, hey, can we stay with you? Yeah. You got any bands? <laughs> Right. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, so different. So different. Oh. But they need to be reminded of this because uh, flattery feels good. 
Oh, sure. And yeah. people that have wealth make you think that you can have wealth too if you do what they say. Well, and don't we measure success by wealth and yes, what we, we see do. though? As humans, yeah. like, oh, well, that guy must be saying the right thing or doing because well because he's got all successful. the stuff. Right, right, right. Yeah, no, some of God's greatest people were the ones that had nothing. Yeah. Yep. Jesus didn't have anything right. when he was on earth. Exactly. I don't know why we associate prosperity. God's pleasure with prosperity. Yeah. It's not there. It's not yeah. a good lie. All right. Verse six, back to the human praise. As for human praise, we have never sought it from you or anyone else. So mm. let's just pause here. He's more noble than me. Because <laughs> I cannot say that I have never sought human praise. <laughs> it's hard not to. <laughs> I blame my mother. My mother <laughs> was little. I'm not kidding you. My mom thought... Or, or acted like she thought anyways. I've never asked her. Um, that I hung the moon. She'd Aww. be like, Sharon, the way you brush your teeth oh is goodness. amazing. <laughs> I am so proud of you. You know, everything I did was the just... encouraging mom. Oh, everything. She just, oh, the way you combed your hair today was just precious. Wow. The way you smiled at your brother, I just loved it. So then I marry Ray. <laughs> Okay? I think like so, he's not as encouraging as your mother would have been. Oblivious. <laughs> oblivious. I Do you this... comb your hair, Sharon? I didn't. <laughs> he's like, so you combed your hair. So mm. did I, you know. So I did not get the same level of mm. praise to which I was accustomed. Right. And I can remember one day when it finally dawned on me that this was not going to happen, you know. <laughs> so I'd freshly washed and polished the floor, like shiny, the old Ooh. kind with the wax on top yes, and everything. the layers you had to put oh, on. Oh, wow. my goodness. I mean, I slid. And I don't like house cleaning. So I said, Ray, come here, look at the floor. And he looks at it like, what? Nicole, it was shiny. So I finally said to him, okay, you need to say this to me. I don't yes. care if it's sincere. This is how bad I was. I want you to say, I have never seen a shinier floor. You have done a great job. And he's looking at me like I'm crazy. So anyways, this is a confession. I'm not as noble as Paul. I have sought human praise, especially from Ray, who now will say, what I ask him to say. <laughs> That's so great. Even if it's praise I have told you to say, I will take it and love I will it. take it. Yes, he, he grins and makes it funny. Aw, so, but what a good sport. I need to be satisfied with just pleasing yeah. God. That's if so we tough. walk around waiting for humans to praise us, then mm. we're stunted. Especially we're if we're really waiting, stunted. Yeah, especially if we're waiting for it to be an indicator of how well we're doing for Christ. Yes. We will be very disappointed yes. and feel like we're failing. Mm-hmm. Exactly so. Yeah. yeah. And and God doesn't measure us by what we do, but because mm. we are his kids. Yeah. He just loves us. And Aww. we're the ones that want all these measurements. I know. You know? He doesn't measure us or check us off for no, our growth. He he's so loves good. Us. All he's right. so much nicer than us. He is. He's so much nicer. <laughs> So verse 7 says, As apostles of Christ, we certainly had a right to make some demands of you, but instead we are like children among you. And we were like a mother feeding and caring for her own children. So he does a really good job of using very gentle and compassionate um, comparisons, you know, mm-hmm. comparing him to them. And like, I'm not here to kind of come in and make demands and do this. I'm just like a mother caring for her child. Yeah. Like what a gentle, yeah. safe illustration. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah. That's exactly right. He wasn't lording it over. In fact, they came like children, he said too. Yeah. So even more meek than a mother yeah. kind of taking yeah. care of them might come yeah. in willing to learn with them really. Yes, exactly. And saying, Hey, we're all the same at the foot of the cross. Mm. We're just inviting you to join us there. Yeah. Right. Beautiful, 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 beautiful. Verse eight, we loved you so much that we shared with you not only God's good news, but our own lives 
to mm. personal. It's personal. Yeah. They weren't up in some ivory tower or the fancy tent I was talking about where <laughs> no one could see their flaws. Right. They were up close and personal, living, sweating, doing mm. all the things together. And that's how we have to be as well. Yes. We are not the hero. Mm. And we should not try to be the hero. It's an exhausting place to put ourselves and we <laughs> will fail. There's one hero He's Jesus. Right. He gained the victory. We, can't do it well we like need him. to let people see our flaws. Yes. We need to let people see our leaky tears. Mm. We need to be us because God shines through broken people. Yes. And we want God to be who they see, mm. not us. And I love that Paul says this. We've got to share our own lives with people. And that's the good, the bad, and the ugly. Right. And it's not just saying, oh, well, I suffer too. It's act- you have to live your life alongside others so you they do. see the suffering. You do. You can't just tell them about it, like, oh, well, I've suffered, but really, truly living and doing life with people. So it shows them everything. Yes. The good, the bad, the ugly. We can't just say it like, from afar too. You exactly. Know? It's easier to like, oh, yes. you know, But to actually show the suffering, that's really hard sometimes. It's so hard. It Why is. are and we you, so bad at this? And we, <laughs> we think it's going to somehow make God look worse. Yeah. But you know what? Or repel people from us. Right. But instead, it just shows our faith that he still loves us even when Hmm. we messed up. So it does make him look a lot better. Oh, it does. Mm -hmm. Yes. (laughs) All right. So verse 9. It's me, right? Okay. Yeah, it's you. It's verse nine. <laughs> I'm like, wait, did I just talk? I just talked a lot for your verse. Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. There was a lot to say. <laughs> uh, so verse nine says, don't you remember, dear brothers and sisters, how hard we worked among you? Night and day, we toiled to earn a living so that we would not be a burden to any of you as we preach God's good news to you. So kind of what I said for your verse, but they were, they were in it with them. They were yeah, doing life, yeah. working alongside of them, sweating, you know, and just reassurance that they weren't in it for the money and um, just kind of reminding them of what they did when they were there with them. Like, I think you it's forget. good. Yeah. We were just like you. Yeah. We just lived yeah. with you guys. I think it's so handy for those of us that want to witness to see Paul describe how he witnessed. Yes. Oh, it's yeah. Wonderful. It's wonderful. Verse 10, you yourselves are our witnesses, and so is God, that we were devout and honest and faultless toward all of you believers. Mm. So that's where Paul strove to be. He wanted to be devout. He wanted to, you know, his words to be holy mm. and honest which means, you know, if he was tired, I assume he said he was tired. If mm. his bones were hurting from the last beating, I assume he <laughs> told them. Um, and, um, and he wanted to be faultless. Mm. He wanted to, you know, if, if I'm going to... And to me, faultless as a Christian isn't perfection. It's admitting sin and being forgiven and being faultless again. To oh, me, it's an, right. endless, it's an endless, beautiful cycle of, I sinned, I'm sorry, I'm clean. Because we don't have to stay in the sin. And as soon as we say we're sorry, that sin is thrown into the depths of the sea and Hmm. we are clothed in righteousness. So we can almost live in a a state of lots of righteousness if we are quick to confess. Oh, I love that. So we don't have to try to show up and be faultless because we would fail in about 10 minutes, maybe five for me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, exactly. The faultlessness comes, at least the way I see it in my own life, yeah. from from the fact that he washes me clean mm. and that he's never sick of seeing me come back dirty again. 
I know that the fact that that forgiveness is available moment by moment, <laughs> I can mess up, ask for forgiveness, mess up again in 10 more minutes and still come back to him. So yeah. throughout the day, I can have moments of falseness. <laughs> yes. Yes, you can. <laughs> yes. I and just can do it bigger. <laughs> Stand still. I'm faultless right? at the moment. <laughs> this very moment. <laughs> oh, oh, so, goodness. so good. All right. So verse 11 ends. He says, and you know that we treated each of you as a father treats his own children. So this, it's kind of neat. He's mentioned children, mother and father he in has. this passage. Family. Yeah. Family. Yeah. That struck me as he really wants to incorporate this feeling, this idea of their family. Yes. Yeah, like I'm, I've come in as a child, as a mother and a father, kind of as a safe, secure, loving um, place guidance if they need it from mm-hmm. him. But he's mm-hmm. also there to nurture and check on them like a mother. Yeah. And he's like a child with them, learning about Christ, it's growing beautiful. with them. So just such a yeah. nice way to say family we're family guys yeah, and yeah. i'm here it's for you wonderful is. this is how we should do this thing yes and last verse verse 12 we pleaded with you encouraged you and urged you to live your lives in a way that god would consider worthy for he called you to share in his kingdom and glory mm. oh my goodness that's the awesome truth we're called to share in a glorious kingdom <laughs> and paul really wanted them to get it and then live worthy lives. It makes me think of in Hebrews where it says we're to spur one another on toward love yes. first mm-hmm. and good deeds. So, okay, we've been given this great gift. We are members of an eternal kingdom. Let's walk worthy of it. Mm. So it's, it's like he starts with the family. He starts with we loved you. It starts with we didn't demand money. And, and then he says, and we do want you to walk worthy. Yes. We do want you to obey. That is important, but it yes. shouldn't be the starting line. Like right. You have to fix yourself before you come to God. Exactly. Because we will never make it. Right. Ever. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you start with, with the, the coming alongside. Yes. And then gently start showing and you know, a lot of ways, Nicole, if somebody is loving the Lord and has the Holy Spirit within them and is reading the word, mm. God will show them. Yeah. Right? We don't have to always plan and prepare these strategic no moments. Kidding. For, if we are yeah. faithful with God in our life, like they were faithfully just following God, mm-hmm. serving, working mm-hmm. alongside these people, people mm-hmm. saw. Yes. And that's the key. Yes. That sometimes is more than our words. It is. Absolutely. Not that we shouldn't be ready to talk about our faith, uh-huh. but living it is so important. It is. It is. Oh, my goodness. So fun. All right. Well, I'm going to go first with my favorite verse, and I'll be curious if you have the same one. This is going to be fun. I chose verse 8. Okay. Did you or not? I did four this time. Okay. That's good. I chose verse 8, which says, We loved you so much that we shared with you not only God's good news, but our own lives as well. Mm. And I just wrote, Love is doing life with people, inviting them into an untidy home, cooking Mm. dinner while they set the table. Yeah. You know, that's what he was saying here. We shared our lives. And I, I have found that, you know, hospitality that, that is meaningful is not the perfect home. It's literally, come for dinner. It's kind of crazy here. Here's the dishes. Set the table. Then you can come chop the peppers, right? right. Just let them do life with you. And, yeah. and that's family. Yeah, then it's not a performance. It's genuine. Exactly. It's, oh, hey, it was exactly. a crazy day. I'm still chopping veggies. Jump yep. in and we'll Jump talk about in. your day together. Exactly. I love that. I love that. <laughs> okay, verse four. You got a verse different one. Verse four, yeah. 
So it was, for we speak as messengers approved by God to be entrusted with the good news. There's that entrusted part again. Yes. That's, that's really cool. Yeah, yeah. And then our purpose is to please God, not people. He alone examine, examines the motives of our heart. So that for me is a really good reminder that um, my goal is to please God and not people. It's mm-hmm. so easy mm-hmm. to look mm-hmm. for validation from humans about whether or not I'm doing a good job or right. I'm doing it right or serving God well. And if you don't hear that, you think like, what am I doing wrong? What's going mm-hmm. on? But mm-hmm. just to be able to sit with God and like, am I pleasing you, God? Like you say, am I pleasing you? Yep. Is this what you want for me? And he knows the motives of my heart. So he even does. if I flub something that was pleasing to him, it does, he knows my mm-hmm. heart. And that mm-hmm. just gives me such a peace. Doesn't it? Yeah. Oh. And if the heart is wrong, you say you're sorry and yes. you're forgiven. Right. You cannot lose. I can't go wrong with him as the one right. that right. I'm pleasing. Exactly. Exactly. It's beautiful. Okay. All right. So. What did we learn about God from this passage? Mm-hmm. Um, these are what, this is what I learned. I learned that he calls us to share in his kingdom. Mm-hmm. He trusts imperfect people to share the good news. <laughs> yep. And then the, the one you just said, he examines our motives and looks at our hearts, the, both mm-hmm. the good and the scary. Well, did, did, you, did I cover everything or do you have some things you I, found? Well, I, the, he says good news in here several times. So I just think that's God really wants us to know him. He wants us yes. to know the good news. Like this is so, like the good news, the good news, the good news. Like that's such an important part of our our faith walk. We kind of hear it in the beginning and then we just kind of go on our merry way. Uh-huh. But for me to be reminded that um, God wants us to keep that fresh. Yes, he does. In our hearts, yes. we're willing to share it quickly. And mm-hmm. for us to always be re- remembering the 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 beautifulness of the gift that he gave us. Yeah, and never know? being tired of hearing the gospel. Yeah, he yeah. wants us to know yeah. him. So I like oh, that. Oh, I love that. That's beautiful. Okay. Living wisely in troubled times. I'll let you go first on this one. Mm. So what I was thinking about was um, just being close with other believers, you know, working alongside of them, praying, loving, and suffering together. Yes. We will do so much better if mm-hmm. we work and love and pray in communion with each other. We will. And coming alongside people means that we have to sacrifice our will to the will <laughs> of others. It means we have to endure people that grate on our nerves. And all yes. of that is actually part of sanctification. Yes. Because I was just telling my girls that the other day, like, I just want, we each want our own rooms and we're just so tired of always fighting. Like, girls, if I did that, I'd be doing you a disservice mm-hmm. because you wouldn't be learning to soften those rough edges, right. you know, where you're not right. learning to solve conflict. Conflict, but we need to be annoyed. Yes, we, <laughs> we do. Because then we, we find out, wow, Nicole, you're really short-tempered with this. Right. You got to chill right. a little bit. Yeah, so. yeah. And then in desperation, you go to God and ask for help and yes. it, it, lots of good things happen. Yeah. Yeah. We Removing really all trouble from your children is no way to help them grow up ready to face the world. No, they'll fall apart pretty quick. They will. Yes, absolutely. Well done. I like Thank that. Thank you. <laughs> uh, let's see. What did I write? Um, we need to remember... The great good news we have, mm. that's how we live wisely in troubled times, um, and please God by the way we lovingly share it. We need to treat people gently, yes, like a mom, but yeah. also speak truth. It's both. Yeah. Um, and we need to be honest and do life honestly, even when it's messy with mm. each other. Yeah, and just so you know, just be us. It's such an important thing. I love this. I love how Paul shared his life with them. And mm. I think his reminder in this part of the letter, he's, he started out with all the encouraging things. Yes. He's about to you know, talk about some of the harder things, but he wants to remind them first, hey, I didn't come bossy. Mm. I, I came simply. I came alongsiding with you, yes. right? <laughs> and so now I'm going to tell you some other stuff, but um, 
I want you to remember this is the way I started. This is the mm-hmm. groundwork. So. Well, it's like before you give a criticism or a hard thing, you always start with like the compliments or yes. the encouragement yes. person. He is very good at that. Yes, the love sandwich, Yes, we call it. <laughs> say something kind, say the hard thing you have to, follow up with something kind. Yes, and the first layer of this letter was quite delightful. <laughs> very nice layer. Very nice. Thank you, Paul. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Well, let me pray for us because... We are called to share that good news, Mm. and we are called to do it in such a way um, that hopefully we make it attractive to people. We won't always. Sometimes we're going to be a stench in someone's nostrils, but (laughs) I want that to be their hating the good news, not their being annoyed at my judgy nastiness to them. You know what I mean? If it's not going to come out well, I want it to not come out well because they're offended by what God said, Mm. not what I said. Yeah. So, all right, let's pray. Oh, Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this beautiful example of Paul's on how not only to lead people to Christ, but then how to nurture them and love them. Father, give us his gentle ways. Help us to work in humility beside other people, Mm -hmm. considering them better than ourselves and knowing that we are so weak without you. And Lord, help us to live honestly. Help us to confess sin quickly, um, but not hide it under a shiny face, Lord. Help us to be us. I know you use us best when we are ourselves. And so we ask for your help in all of this. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. It was so helpful to learn more about how to share the truths about Jesus wisely this week. We hope you were energized to share the gospel. Write us and let us know if God gives you an opportunity to speak about him to someone who doesn't know him yet. You can write us at sweetsela.org slash podcast anytime. We love hearing from you. Consider writing a review of this podcast too or sharing it with a friend. Let's help more people find this study and join us on this journey. And please do come back next week for episode 114, The Suffering Times. The Christian life is not always roses and rainbows. Sometimes we are called to suffer for his sake. Let's explore that next week. Until then, may God help you live wisely in troubled times. We are so glad you stopped for a while with us. The Sweet Sela Moments podcast is a cooperative production of Word Radio and Sweet Sela Ministries. More information about this podcast can be found at sweetsela.org. Thank you for joining us.